Welcome to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun on the web and around the world. Life Tips President Byron White talks to the latest trendsetters about strategies to grow your business. Editor Melanie Nayer interviews celebrities and expert writers on their tips for making life enjoyable and entertaining. Now, please welcome this week's Life Tips host, Byron White and Melanie Nayer. Hey everybody, welcome to Life Tips. This is Melanie Nair, the editor of Life Tips, and I'm joined today again with my favorite co-host, Byron White. Welcome, Byron. Welcome, welcome as well to all the guests. <laughs> I so know today, I'm your favorite. I know I'm your uh, favorite, you but I am you your what? only uh, co-host well, as well on well, the show. Well, that's not, no, because when you're on, when you're traveling, sometimes I bring in like Stephanie, co-host <laughs> with me, but Fair you're enough. my favorite. Ah, uh, okay. Favorite. And well, I'm your today, boss, too, so that that's Well, so I kind of have to suck up to you a little bit on that. <laughs> but um, so <laughs> today, on today's show, which you've been dying to do, so this is like, this is with, I mean, this is internet radio, so I can say this is hell for me, but you've been dying to do this show, so here's what we're going to do today. We are bringing on the woman who actually creates the online profiles for online dating services and matches them up behind the scenes with the people who she thinks are best suited for you to date. A matchmaker of sorts. A match, a web matchmaker of sorts, if you will. Her name is Dr. Helen Fisher, and she is the chief scientific advisor for chemistry.com and match.com. So what Helen... Dr. Fisher, excuse me, actually has done is put together, she designed the first ever online dating profile. And it's still in existence today, perhaps? It is the one that anyone who goes online to date currently uses. Is it? I wonder if it's a patentable intellectual piece of property that matches profiles. We'll have to ask her about that. You'll have to ask her about that. Hmm. Um, but she's, she's a pretty fascinating woman, and I'm kind of looking forward to talking to her a little bit about this, because is this, you know... Online dating has so many different aspects to it. I'm sure you don't know because you don't have to do this stuff. But <laughs> that opens a window of opportunity for a few questions I have for you, Melanie. I'm sure. Perhaps, perhaps we we could we could get a few answers for you. I know you're you're uh, you're down there in the in the uh, in the dating trenches. I guess is that a, is a word that's appropriate or the the no, dating you can absolutely, of mountaintop of opportunity. The mountaintop like of a, opportunity. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Um, actually, I do not. Have, have you ever dated online? Dating. I have. I have a series of questions for you. you. A, all right, go ahead. Have you ever been on a date from someone that you've met online? I have. Are Quite you a still few. dating them now? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> have you had any lasting relationship with anybody that you've met online? Not past two hours. Two hours. Two hours. Wow. Have you tried these uh, these matchmaking services like Dr. Helen Fisher is going to talk with us about today? Have I tried matchmaking services like Match.com and Chemistry.com? Um, well, the general matchmaking, fill out a profile, um, here's what, what... Well, when you uh, do online dating... You have to fill out a pro- like that's part of the whole thing. So, okay. if, you know, you go to match. dot com now. You have to fill out an entire profile on okay. who you are and what you are. But you know, like the the interesting thing, and I was you know saying this to somebody the other day in preparation for this show. As you know, um, you know, I, working for the Globe, I did a lot of different articles, and one of the things I had to do um, during one summer was write a relationships column. And the Globe actually paid for a Match.com membership, and I had to fill out a profile and go out on dates with people and write about it. 
Unfortunately, this kind of sounds like uh, Sex in the City sort of storyline to me. But the focus, like, everybody was so hoping it would be, like, a magical moment, right? That this column would turn out to be something wonderful and I'd run off into the poppy field and get married. Mm-hmm. And so you want to be honest on your profile, which is something that we'll discuss with Dr. Fisher because I think, you know, there's that how do you know if these profiles are true, that if mm. these people are really being honest about who they are. Mm. I where do you, Byron? I went out with every moron in this city. Hmm. I every know a few you didn't go out with, so there's... <laughs> 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 At least that I know about. I guess that's a good point. So what do you think the, the problem was that the people at that time, perhaps... You know that we're using this service. By the way, when was this? This Sorry. was okay. Let's let's think back. It's 2007. Mm. So this was 2005. Okay, so about so two, two years, years ago. ago. Okay, and and were you were using Match.com? Is that correct? Yes, we were using Match. Okay, and tell us a little bit about your selection, because naturally, hundreds of potential hundreds, candidates right. came up for you. Right, and because that's how great select... I am, that hundreds of people yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, up with yeah, me. Yeah. Now, in, in, in this pursuit, um, hundreds came up as potential matches, and you selected X number of people, right? Because you, right. you can't date everyone, of course, right? Or no, maybe you, you did. I don't know. That's another no, story no. in itself. But <laughs> so, so you selected some. Now, do you think your selections were wrong? Well, it's possible, but what also happens is that these people contact you. So I didn't reach out to people that oh, I wanted to date. Like, you didn't they, do the reaching out. No, you they turn pursued. around and reach out to me. Right. Oh, I see. And is yeah. that protocol with this mentality where... Um, you know, I think it's, everybody's different. I mean, I have girlfriends who have gone online to do online dating, and they have gone and, and sought out somebody Pursuers. or they have reached out. Pursuers that, of pleasure. Right. You know, that was not my approach. I waited for someone to come to me. Maybe that was the problem? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I probably would have had the same attitude, but maybe it's the it's wrong It's entirely way to go. possible. It's entirely possible. But okay. you know what I found? And I'll be interested to get Dr. Fisher's perspective on this, too. And tell me what you think, Byron, because this is somebody who hasn't done this before, who is happily married and, you know, has not been an online dating catastrophe. I feel like people who go online and are, quote, dating are actually not dating. They're looking for marriage. They are online looking for a very, very, very serious relationship. There Mm. is nothing else that they want. And I think that was the problem with me. Well, were were you looking for marriage? No. And I think that might have been the the, the I think that's there. too much of a sweeping generalization, really, to say about why people want to use uh, an online dating service. I, I think that that's you know there. I, I think if you pulled the survey, you'd learn that you know um, much like you do with relationships in general, that there there the sweeping general characteristics are more in the favor of women, perhaps, or looking more for marriage, and men are looking more for you know, a dating sort of setup, I don't know, might might be different different scenarios. Of course, we throw in, uh, you know, the gay and the lesbian community, and that gets interesting as well to, 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 to dissect what's going on. But, you know, clearly companionship is, is the goal, and it's a wonderful tool. I, I really look forward to talking with Dr. Helen Fisher. But back to some Melanie questions here, because you, you did a nice job a second ago spinning this back around, but I want to come back to Melanie. So, do you, in fact, now use online dating sites, Melanie, in your I pursuit do not. for... Okay. 
Are you dating at all now, or have you shut the door while you're working? Oh, you never shut the door. Okay. Oh, you never shut the door. No, no. Are you relying on traditional means of dates with friends or setups or people you meet just, you know, through your connectivity of of life? For my particular situation, that is the best way for me to go. Well, now, is this a definite conclusion, or are you you open to entertaining the, the, the online scenario again? I did not enjoy the online scenario at all. So I would not do it again. That was my that was my personal experience. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I have friends who I have two friends who are getting married this year to people they met online. You know what's interesting about your your situation? You're a writer. You know, the online communication would seem ideal for you because you could intellectually get involved with somebody with some communication back and forth. Oh, but see, that's an amazing point that you bring up, and that's what we're going to talk to Dr. Fisher about because writing online and having that intellectual stimulation is great, but you have to have physical chemistry. But, well, which which should come first in your world? That's, I think that's a million-dollar question, right? Well, I think I, mean, I don't know. first in your world I mean, is the right, intellectual that, you know. connection and connectivity. <laughs> and, and you do have a feel for what somebody looks like by looking at their profile. So let's yeah, sort of. Start to get excited about it a little bit. I mean, there's some sort things of. that can throw it off, like a horrible accent or something. Or, <laughs> you know, that could just buzz kill the chemistry right off <laughs> the bat. You know, uh, learning more about, you know, enhancements or augmentations or reductions of various <laughs> body parts, I suppose, could throw it all off again a little bit more and be a big turnoff. But, you know, there's, there's clearly issues. But, uh, you know, I don't know. What, what's, what's the, uh, you know, I, I go, you know, to me, you're you're a sleepless in Seattle candidate, right? You know, oh, great. You just have these wonderful relationships in the written world without having met someone, and and they they in, intrigue you, and they get into your in your head, in your mind, and you know, it, isn't that freaky though? I mean, think about that. Hmm. See that that freaks me out a little bit, Byron. But what, you know what? What, what does? Tell me more about what freaks you out. The idea that somebody into, that you're having an intellectual conversation with somebody, and like you said, kind of gets into your head. That's, but you know, at the same respect, I'm a minority in 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 my thinking when it comes to dating and relationships. Mm-hmm. So you know, like if I brought my girlfriends on this show, they would they would agree with everything that you're saying. They would you know wholeheartedly like jump in both feet, but. I'm very much a minority. I'm the mid-30s, have no desire to get married, and let's go out and have fun, girl, where a lot of people, a lot of women my age are ready to settle down. Hmm. Well, we're going to have to get some help from Dr. Helen let's Fisher here. Let's get some help to, from Dr. To... Fisher. So let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to bring her on, and we're going to talk to her a little bit more about this, and I'm sure you have plenty of things you're dying to ask her about all of this. So stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. Life Tips on WebmasterRadio.fm. We'll be back with more cool tips and advice right after these commercial messages. Mr. Scott, I can't get any more information onto our website. I'm doing the best I can, Captain. There's no more room on the server. It's going to blow. Evaluation, Mr. Spock. The logical answer is Lunar Pages. Reputation, reliability, and legendary 24-7 support makes Lunar Pages the host to cling on to. Did you say cling on? Aye, Captain. Sign up at LunarPages.com and get $700 off coffee cup software absolutely free. If you call, they will answer. Lunar Pages it is. Beam us aboard, Mr. Scott. 
For out of this world web hosting, Lunar Rocks. Sign up for web hosting with LunarPages.com and use coupon code LUNATICS to get $28 off. Howdy, boys, and you girls, too. I'm here to talk to you about Milnick Media, the best CPA network, period. They sure know how to deliver, and I know something about deliverance. Now, you want to get paid? Damn right you do. We'll make sure you get your money. Milnick Media's got support people who know their ass from their elbow. Need a new jet ski? How about one of them new fangled plasma TVs? Well, Cousin Jeremy here will hook you up with our performance rewards program. Email submits, zip submits, ringtone. Hell, we got them all! Yeehaw! Hey there, it's Cousin Jeremy. Get on over to M-I-L-L-N-I-C-Media.com and we'll have you so happy, you'll be squealing like a pig. Attention webmasters. Wish you could convert more web traffic into cash? No need to rub a lamp. Just click on GenieKnows.com. Install a search box on your site or incorporate paid listings XML into search results. And at your command, GenieKnows.com pays cash for each result your users click on. Enjoy prompt payment and superior customer service. Earn even more through our referral program. GenieKnows has delivered results. G-E-N-I-E-K-N-O-W-S.com. Hello. <laughs> I just got a little uh, IM that said keep my energy up, so every so often I'll just scream something out. <laughs> okay, well, let me know if you want me to scream back. <laughs> you know, I guess there's a happy medium I have to find. <laughs> Maybe I should have a cocktail before the show starts. Well, that's an idea. And advise my guests to do the same. <laughs> Get totally hooked on The Hook with Katie Kepner. Every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Open your windows for a breath of fresh air. WebmasterRadio.fm. And hey, Mac, we're here for you, too. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. And now back to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, here's your host. Welcome back to Life Tips, everyone. This is Melanie Mayer, and I am here with Byron White, and we are discussing the fascinating world of online dating. Welcome back, Byron. Thanks uh, for everyone listening in. This will, this will be an exciting uh, uh, debut here with, uh, with an expert in the dating world. Can't well, wait. Well, we are really excited to have Dr. Helen Fisher, Chemistry.com's Chief Scientific Advisor, with us. Dr. Fisher is a world-renowned biological anthropologist, author, and expert in the science of human attraction, and has spent the last three decades figuring out why love makes us go weak in the knees Welcome, Dr. Fisher. Oh, I'm delighted to be here. Thank you. We are very excited to have you here, and I'm going to start off with just a quick question, and then I'm going to turn it over to Byron and let him dig into it a little bit. But you actually created one of the first online dating profiles. Um, I'm not even. I'm not sure it's one of the first, but I certainly created uh, the online dating profile for Chemistry.com. Absolutely no question, and it is the first of its kind. There's no question it's about the first that. Of it, yeah. Right. How, tell me how you came up with it. 
Well, um, <laughs> two years, you know, I had written four books on, on romantic love and, and pair bonding and monogamy and adultery and divorce and uh, uh, human sexuality, et cetera, et cetera. And in fact, what I had done, my most recent thing, I had put 32 people who were madly in love into a, func- a functional MRI brain scanner. So anyway, I had been studying love for a long time. And I got a telephone call from the people at Match.com, and we met right after Christmas two years ago. And they asked me, uh, why do you fall in love with one person rather than another? And I said, nobody knows. I mean, we do know that you tend to fall in love with somebody of the same, of your same ethnic and socioeconomic background. We know that you fall in love with somebody who is your general same age group, who, uh, same general level of education, same general level of intelligence, same general level of good looks. And, uh, we tend to exchange our needs with somebody. I mean, the classic, uh, thing of the very good looking woman married to the very rich man. I mean, we exchange. It's called exchange theory. And your childhood plays a role, but we have no idea how two personalities go together. When they take long-term, um, when they give a, a personality test to people who've been married many, many years, uh, they find no pattern at all. And so nobody knew. So anyway, I, 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 I said, um, there's got to be more to this. There's got to be some elements that are drawing people to each other that science hasn't looked at. And I, be, I came up with a theory that um, I knew, in fact, that uh, people tend to fall in love with... Uh, no, I knew that women become attracted um, to men who have a different immune system. They do it by smell. It's called the sweaty T-shirt experiment. You might have heard of it. So anyway, my hypothesis became that we are also drawn to people who have other different chemical differences, like differences in their dopamine system, their serotonin system, their estrogen and testosterone system, enough differences that so when you walk into a room, the first thing that happens is a person is either in or out of, of, of your range of good looks. I mean, right off the bat, looks make, make a difference. <laughs> then you talk to them and... Um, um, their uh, 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 let's see, their values uh, make a difference, and uh, but anyway, eventually within this pool of people who you might end up falling in love with, I think you're drawn to people with a, uh, somewhat uh, different chemicals in your in their system, and I I basically and I'm uh, I'll wind up here. I, uh, I think um, I think we've evolved for very broad um, different. Um, temperament types, what I call the explorer, the builder, the negotiator, and the director. And so I designed these questions to see to what extent you are these four broad types. The explorer is associated with the dopamine system, the builder with the serotonin system, the negotiator with uh, behaviors and traits associated with the estrogen system, and the director associated with traits um, in the testosterone system. And as it turns out, we are drawn to people who are are not like ourselves. Fascinating. But yeah, here's and in my fact, question. I think that the, I How think do that you the do it online is, without ever meeting these people? When you're online, you don't have that physical, immediate physical connection you were talking about. Um, when you're online, I mean, the, the whole point of being online is to get offline and meet the person. <laughs> you really have to meet the person. They call it love at first sight. They don't call it for love at first email. Um, you really, uh, I mean, you know, for millions of years, um, 
um, those early uh, responses to another human being played an enormous uh, uh, part in whether you um, went forward with the relationship or not. And no matter how, it, it, you really should not stay online. The point is to meet people online and then get offline as soon as possible and meet the people. Boy, I, this is a big one to, to chime into here. Um, and uh, a couple of questions for you come to, to mind quickly and immediately. Do you feel that you've had success with your profile matching, and is it well, getting better, and are you improving it? Um, um, yes to all those things. Uh, first of all, in terms of success, um, a lot of people don't, don't write in to say what happened to them, <laughs> but a lot do. And, in fact, I've been to my first wedding, um, which occurred about, um, I guess, five months after the uh, uh, site went online, and um, I've had my first baby. I mean, the, the first couple who met on Chemistry.com and uh, fell in love, and he proposed to her within about two months. Oh, he was a wonderful guy, and she looked like a porcelain doll. This is a beautiful girl. And, um, and he was a, a spontaneous, charismatic, amusing, authentic, uh, lovely guy. And uh, anyway, they got married, and they've now had a child. So um, we do get uh, regularly people who write in and say that, uh, yeah, they've met the, the person of their dreams. So, I mean, that's, of course, thrilling for me. I generally cry. I'm pathetic. But, I, um, but anyway, I studied the site, absolutely, and I change the questions. When I know that a question isn't working as well as I'd like it to, I change it to a different question. Um, uh, people in science know that when you develop a new what they call measurement or psychometric uh, instrument, you have to keep improving it, absolutely. Not only because I want, I'm a good scientist, I hope, but uh, also because uh, I want to improve it for the people who are, are on the site. I mean, uh, you know, these are people like you and me. They're looking for the most important thing in their lives, which is um, uh, a sweetheart and a long-term sweetheart when it comes to chemistry.com. This is a site for people who are really looking for a long-term relationship. So not necessarily marriage, by the way, but a long-term, deep, committed, honest, fun, you know, interesting relationship. And in that case, yes, you've got to keep improving your instrument, and indeed I do. And uh, basically, so what, what, the, what, the que what the questions are, is the very core of the chemistry.com site is 56 questions. 14 questions to see to what degree you express dopamine in your system, uh, 14 to see to what degree you uh, express estrogen, uh, testosterone, and serotonin. A good example of a question would be, do you like to do things on the spur of the moment? Actually, I've, I've phrased that to say um, the point is people who are, have a lot of activity in the dopamine system do like to do things on the spur of the moment. And... Uh, they don't necessarily gravitate to people like themselves, <laughs> but they do like to do things at the spur of the moment. And this is an indication that they fall within that category of what I call the explorer. And the basic hypothesis is that we are drawn to people who are not like ourselves because for millions of years it was adaptive to find somebody who was somewhat different so that you could create more genetic variety in your babies and come to the job of parenting with a wider array of parenting skills. So anyway, there's a lot of people who are not looking to marry and not looking to have children, but we're still drawn to people like ourselves. I look at my homosexual population, and they're just like the heterosexuals. They're drawn to people who are sort of chemically not like themselves. I want to go back to the science aspect of this. What stage of, of, of the science of matchmaking do you think we're in right now as you survey all of the, all of the uh, 
different matchmaking scenarios out there right now? Well, I think that um, the most interesting thing is that they've become mainstream. Uh, there's all, I mean, just like um, you both know, I'm sure, that uh, all kinds of people have been on these uh, services and found the love of their lives and are marrying. And, when you know, there's not a, a stigma to it anymore. People, people see it as a very viable way to, to find the right person for them. I think that that's a... So I would say that it's maturing. It's maturing into a real, um, really useful tool, and I'm not at all surprised. I mean, one of the, you know, one of the great uh, 21st century and 20th century um, trends is that we're marrying later. We're definitely marrying later, and so you're not finding your your sweetheart in in high school anymore, or even in college, or even in your first few years of work. And so you're beginning to get somewhat older. You know all your friends. You've met their friends you you you've met everybody at work and and you're looking for a different way you're you're tired of sitting in the bars and you're looking for an authentic and genuine way to find people and and this is one and in many respects i think it's rather natural actually because you know i mean for millions of years when our ancestors would meet somebody they might you know that that girl who showed up at the waterhole and saw that cute boy at the other side of the waterhole she might not know him but her mother knew his grandfather and somebody's aunt knew somebody's cousin, et cetera, et cetera. You knew something about this person. When you walk into a bar, you don't know anything about the person. But on these dating services, you, you get to know some basic things about the person before you have that first meeting. And, and that can be very uh, valuable. Why don't you think matches or compatibility doesn't work online? Just stay with the online aspect of that question. Why doesn't it work? What yes, do you mean? why doesn't it work for some people? Like oh. Melanie, for example. Well, um, <laughs> I think there's a million reasons. Uh, I think there's a million reasons. Uh, some people have don't have the right attitude. Uh, some people don't meet the right person. The, some people, the timing isn't right. Uh, some people are looking for a very special thing that they don't even know. So we can, you know, you, you can ask people a million questions and still not know some basic things about them. Some, I don't know. I mean, you know, I... I don't think that, don't forget that there's magic to love. You know, nobody's going to have this perfect. Um, what um, I'm hoping to do at chemistry.com is simply up the probability of providing you with somebody who really could work rather than having you go like a needle through a haystack looking everywhere that you go. I mean, what I'm hoping to do is provide you with um, a, a, a reasonable group of people who you really could, if you made the effort, fall in love with and also stay in love with. What is your, what is your take on this notion that a lot of people are uh, looking for marriage and sort of instant marriage online and are therefore disappointed when they don't find it? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I, I don't think that people are looking for instant marriage online. I think that they're looking for a long-term uh, relationship. You know, uh, Chemistry.com is is it's a fascinating company to work with. I want to tell you, and uh, uh, they're very interested in in where the state of relationships is in America today. And so they actually just did um, a large survey of the American public, and as it turns out a huge percentage of people would be just as happy, way over 50% of people even in their 30s would be just as happy in a long-term, a totally committed relationship as in a marriage. And so 
we're seeing in America a broader array of different uh, relationship types. <laughs> um, and I, I, I think that's fascinating. And, and if it works, it works. It's good. Um, so I don't think that everybody is looking for marriage, and, or they might not be looking for marriage right now, but they are looking for true love, and that's what we're trying to help on. One more question before the break. In your survey analysis and the 56 questions you've developed, um, are, you, are you trying to beam people towards the chemical aspect of compatibility or the, uh, the communication aspect of friendship aspect of compatibility as your initial debut to connect people that might be compatible together? I think I know what you're asking, but uh, let me just back up for a moment and say, I think we've evolved three distinctly different brain systems for mating and reproduction. One is the sex drive, craving for sexual gratification. Second one is romantic love, that elation, euphoria, obsession, focus, motivation, uh, uh, high energy of early intense romantic love. And the third brain system is attachment, the sense of calm and security you can feel for a long-term partner. And over 90% of Americans want that second feeling, the feeling of intense romantic love for their partner. That's what, that's what we're looking for. We also want deep attachment. We also certainly want to have a compatible sex life. We want a lot of interest. We need somebody of the same age group. We need somebody of the same socioeconomic background. There's many things that we're shooting for. Um, but what I really hope to trigger is to, uh, to, to provide people so that um, among them they can find somebody who does trigger the brain system for romantic love. Yeah, romantic love. And, of course, romantic love often matures into a deep attachment. So those are the two that um, I'm trying to work with, romantic love and feelings of deep attachment. Let's take a break, everybody. We'll be back in just a minute with Dr. Helen Fisher at Chemistry.com. Life Tips on WebmasterRadio.fm. We'll be back with more cool tips and advice right after these commercial messages. Faster than a speeding bullet, it's the super way to pay. It's Fast Transact. Fast Transact is the safe, secure, and fast way to process credit cards, online checks, and gift cards. Find multiple payment gateway and merchant account options to keep your costs down and sales up, up, and away. You can build your business empire in a single bound, while Fast Transact fights the never-ending battle to keep payment processing safe and secure. Your quest for an e-commerce solution has found its final destination. Fly over to FastTransact.com today. Click Tracks, all new version 6. Prepare to segment your visitors and build custom reports on the fly with the most comprehensive and intuitive web analytics programs on the planet. Dan Noyes, president of Zephoria.com, writes, Click Tracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what Click Tracks reveals. Sign up for your free trial today. Your only risk, you may end up in our next commercial. ClickTracks.com, turning your future into a fortune. Gentlemen, start your engine. Okay, well, how do I get my engine started? Is your online marketing being left at the starting gate? Don't have enough information to stay ahead of your competitors? Then visit EngineReady.com and get a free trial of our affordable enterprise class web analytics. With EngineReady, you can accurately track revenues from all online marketing campaigns, search engines, banner ads, email, and more. EngineReady strategic marketing software. See why companies of all sizes achieve exceptional online results with EngineReady, the professional standard in search marketing. Oh, maybe I should just get out and push. From WMR Studios, 
from Academy Award-winning producer, Mr. Producer, and Academy Award-winning director, Mr. Intern, comes a two-hour roller coaster ride of thrills. Excited about the uh, different things that are going on here. Chills. Wow, that's excellent. And pure adrenaline. How you doing today, Greg? Excellent. 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 And again, sounds like the show's going pretty well for you. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Next Stuff Now's Chris Tolls. Excellent. And uh, welcome to Next Stuff Now. Good karma's good ROI, Greg Nyland. Trying to put your hole in the dam with all the cracks. You know, as soon as you get one, there's always a new one. Excellent. Starring the blockbuster event of the summer, Chris and Greg's Excellent Adventure. Um, yeah, that's excellent. Critics hail it as the best buddy movie of the year. East meets West in his laugh-out-loud box office classic. Excellent. You'll cry. You'll cheer for Chris and Greg's Excellent Adventure. Rated EX for excellent. Check out Next Stuff Now with Chris Tolls, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, and Good Karma, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, only on Webmaster Radio. Coming soon to a podcast near you. Excellent. <laughs> Sink your teeth into 100% original programming. WebmasterRadio.fm And try our daily search cast. It's made fresh every day. WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere. And now back to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, here's your host. We're back, everyone, with Dr. Helen Fisher today, the uh, Chief Scientific Advisor for Chemistry.com. Really enjoyed having you on the show here today. We've got some more questions for you. What, what percentage of, of people do you think online have false identifications, if you will, and are really living someone else, if you will, in their online experience um, and, and are, if you will, trying to find uh, other people in, in a falsified way. Yeah, well, um, it, that's very difficult to tell. But one of the things that we do at Chemistry.com is ask you to come back to the site. After you've met somebody, we ask you to come back to the Chemistry.com site and tell us how the date went. And so very rapidly, if you show up and you're five foot two instead of six foot four, somebody's going to tell us. <laughs> um, is if you show up and you're ninety five instead of twenty five, somebody's going to tell us. So, um, and we will tell you. So I'm not quite. I mean, I'm not quite sure how they handle that, to be honest with you. But uh, long and short, I do know we have a feedback system for it. So. Um, I'm there's, surprised. Uh, that every there's reason to more... now. You know, there's every reason to. Also assume, I mean, don't forget what, what um, you know, the peacock, when it's trying to pick up the pea hen, it puts those tail feathers out to make it, itself look as big as it can. I mean, throughout nature, animals lie. <laughs> they lie because the mating game is not always about honesty, it's about winning. And so uh, uh, I would expect um, people to do a certain amount of lying. Um, on the other hand, people think, well, should I lie about my age? And then they think to themselves, well, if I lie about my age, soon enough they're going to find out that I lied about my age, and that's going to be detrimental to my dating strategy. So I would guess that more people tell the truth about basic things about themselves than we give them credit for. Do you think in the, in the next uh, paradigm shift of, of, of online dating and finding the success and finding out what, what works, we'll, we'll see a day when you sort of build a, a dating life resume, if you will, 
where you actually get reviewed by the people you've dated and, and um, not so much focusing on the activity of the breakup, which everyone hyper-focuses on, uh, which always ends in a nasty situation where, where people cannot really uh, uh, understand what, what, what's happening. But, but with, throughout the dating experience, can you build a dating resume online someday perhaps? Oh, I think we've begun. Um, I mean, long before we were dating online, um, you know, you go out with somebody and that person immediately tells all his or her friends what you were like and what you weren't like and, and you know, what you promised and what you didn't promise, et cetera. So, I mean, we gain a reputation even in our daily lives for, for who we are. And, yes, I do think that uh, online we can begin to, to develop a... Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't really go online that much, but things like MySpace, I mean, aren't they doing that? I mean, aren't a lot of these people who put out blogs uh, doing just exactly that, uh, telling the world uh, who they are, what they care about, what their values are, what they do every day, what they eat every day? I mean, uh, YouTube, I mean, you, you can look at um, videos of, of them sitting around in a house uh, talking uh, so I, I think it's begun. I think this is, strategy has begun. You know, forming a pair bond, finding true love is the most important thing that we do from a Darwinian perspective because if, if you have four children and I have no children, you live on and I die out. Who you love, who you choose, and matters in terms of reproduction and survival of your DNA. So the, a great deal of the brain is built simply to find and, and secure and form a pair bond and, uh, and perhaps several of them in the course of your life, whatever your strategy is. But, um, uh, and, and we're well built to take any opportunity to show people who we are and online will be just the next way to do it. Why are, uh, basically, it's a tough question to, to even ask and not to mention answer, but have you really built science around why people are not the right fit and have you begun to experiment with actually brazenly telling people when your compatibility analysis that you here are people that you would not repeat not be a good match for and here's why yeah no i would never do that and the reason is (laughs) there is magic to love and there's many many characteristics i call it your love map and what your love map is it's an unconscious list of what you're looking for in a partner and we start building this uh, love map even as small children. And as we grow up, we, we have, it's an unconscious list of what you're looking for in a sweetheart. Other scientists call it an ideal mate personality concept. Um, I just simplified it to call it your love map. And um, we don't know. Nobody can know. People themselves don't know what their full love map is. And so, you know, I mean, we've all had the experience of fixing up two friends of ours who we think would be perfect for each other because of many reasons, and they don't like each other at all. And then we absolutely ignore a particular uh, match, and these two people fall in love and build a marriage for 50 years. So I would be the last person on this planet to say, this person won't work for you. I might have my hypotheses of why it might not work for you. But, um, but, you know, I mean, that's the whole point of a matching system, by the way, is to try to make the best possibilities for somebody and then give them some who 
it's a, sort of an open open field, and it might work, might not work. Uh, so, I mean, the, the point of all of these services, and certainly chemistry.com, is to, to understand as much as we possibly can about human nature, and that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to move our understanding of what they call mate choice forward scientifically and use as much as we possibly can to provide somebody with acceptable, um, perhaps the perfect partner. Um, but no, uh, no, no, wouldn't want to play God. <laughs> wouldn't want to play God. I like that. <laughs> Dr. Fisher, I, <laughs> I have a question. And I guess, you know, you, you've talked a lot today about online, you know, the, the, the meaning behind finding true love in relationships. And I'll be honest, I'm still skeptical about finding love online. So, I mean, what do you, how can people be convinced? When they go well, online. First of all, what um, what is what are you skeptical about? I just need to know the the basis of your skepticism. I just, you know, I I I don't know what is the basis of my skepticism. I don't think you truly get to know somebody online. I, oh, well, I, I, I don't think still you believe should get in to that. know somebody online. I think you should get to know somebody offline. I think you should be introduced to them online and almost instantaneously meet them offline. So. No, I don't think um, I don't think this is about dating online. This is about meeting people who you never would have met before, even though they live two blocks from you. That's true, absolutely. And then absolutely. Uh, and then meeting them offline, and that be the point. Now, what about this concept that has come up? Because your your sort of scientific background, um, you know, in, in combining all the chemicals and all that, and it's absolutely fascinating. So. How do you parlay that into these other dating endeavors like speed dating, where you have eight it's minutes to sit in front of somebody and you have to make a decision have, right there and then? <clears throat> excuse me, studied uh, speed dating. And uh, as it turns out, um, that data indicates that it's really all about looks. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's all, it's all about I would agree looks. with that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, right. so, you know, I, 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 uh, I would be... I, I couldn't pull myself to do that one. I, I would be skeptical about that because, um, and by the way, people do it naturally. It's not it's like it's their fault. I mean, the brain is built to size somebody up first by what they look like um, because what you look like does say a great deal about you. And, of course, it also says a lot. It also doesn't say a lot about you. So, I mean, Absolutely. I don't know about you, but I've gone out occasionally with an extremely good-looking person who ended up being a perfectly horrible human being. So, um <laughs> But the brain is built to look and and respond to those looks, and that's what speed dating is generally all about. So before we let you go, tell me a little bit about what all your years of studying romance and love has done for you. Oh, that's a lovely question. Um, what has it done for me? Well, it, uh, love continues to absolutely intrigue me. I mean, this work with Chemistry.com, is, I find it so exciting. I, I find it so gratifying when somebody does fall in love and and does marry or i don't i don't care if they marry but uh uh but does find the right person for them i i i am so moved by that i um i'm also quite fascinated with the data that i'm discovering i the more i look at the results of who falls in love with who or who finds whom attractive you know on chemistry.com we do ask you to come back to the site and tell us what the first date was like and so I have the whole profile of both people who went on that date, and I can tell whether an explorer was more attracted to a builder or to a negotiator or to a director or to another explorer. And as you look at these patterns, I feel like I'm eavesdropping on Mother Nature uh, as if I'm <laughs> seeing, you know, some, one of the most powerful 
systems of mate choice before my eyes and the ability to then improve it to help people make the right choice, you know, is, is thrilling to me. But anyway, you asked about me personally, and I just want to tell you one thing. You can know every single thing about love and, and have it make no difference to you personally. <laughs> in other words, I can know every ingredient in a piece of chocolate cake and still sit down and eat that cake and get the joy of it. In the sa- I'm the same way about love. That's wonderful. Dr. Fisher, thank you so much for joining us today. This was incredibly, incredibly insightful. Thank you. We appreciate you being on the show. And if I ever decide to do online dating, I will contact you personally. Well, would you, if you, if you sign up with chemistry.com, would you just keep me informed on what happens to you? I, 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 I would love to have will. a group of people who... I absolutely who will. I'll tell me personally all of what, what you happened. have given us today and put it to good use. Great. Thank you. And we'll you. see what happens. And I'll do it with an open mind. Well, you've you got to go into love with an open mind. I mean, <laughs> okay. online, offline, you've got to have an open mind. Thanks again for joining us. We appreciate <laughs> okay, it. Bye-bye. Well, that was really exciting uh, to, to speak with Dr. Helen Fisher, Melanie, don't you think? I think she's fascinating. You know, she, this is a woman who has spent 30 years of her life looking at brain waves and chemicals in your body to try to match up what goes in, in your heart. So many questions come to mind. I, I, I'm I, sure. I feel like the online dating science itself is really in the dinosaur age. Um, I think it's, it's, it's early stage, it's, it's early adoption, I think, by, by people, and there are a lot of skeptics out there and a lot of people that have had failure. Um, I hope that, that she can be part of something really exciting with Chemistry.com and, and uh, some of these other uh, you know, matchmaking services can really take this, to this business to the next level. Do you remember the perception of what a dating service used to be like. Do you remember those days? Yeah, when you would walk in and the per- there'd be a person sitting behind the desk and they'd basically size you up. Yeah, it, it was <laughs> humiliating. Like, <laughs> right. you're telling me you have to go to a dating service to get a date? <laughs> you must be a complete loser, you know? Um, just walk out to any bar or don't you have friends that can set you up on a blind date? But I think back on that and I think of how actually valuable that service really was. Um, you know, first of all, it, it, it's, it's a challenge, right, to just, you know, have the courage to admit defeat with your inner circle. Absolutely. Right, and, and to go to an agency. So you're immediately going to find people that have also conquered, you know, that mountain of, of fear, Right, um, of, of, you know, so you're going to have compatibility probably right off the bat with the people that you're set up with. Um, and, and then you have a personal interviewer, you know, somebody that's trying to get to know you and asking you questions and getting a feel for your chemistry um, and your accents and your surroundings and your family and your people and your priorities. You know, it's, it, it's, it's very hands-on. I mean, maybe that's going to be the next generation of matchmaking. You know what I mean? Well, here's something interesting. It, it could be. I mean, I think, you know, there's, there's something to be said for going back to, you know, old school ways of doing it. And having that personal attention and having that, that person sit across from you and get to know you, I think does play a very important part in fixing up. That's why people are more accustomed to being fixed up by their friends. Because their friends know you. Mm-hmm. It's a personality thing, right? Mm-hmm. But everything online is scientific now. For example, I got this press release the other day, fingerprint dating. No exaggeration. An Israeli startup has created this site called Fingerprint Dating, where they actually match you up with your potential suitor based on, the sh- on your fingerprint. Mm. Well, that's worth a try, huh? Uh, to me, there are so many things wrong with that. But it's interesting that... <laughs> <laughs> that you Boy. Know, like, 
you know, when you first greet each other, you kind of hold each other's thumb up like, or thumb what do you do, sideways right? or like thumb down, but hey, <laughs> it's the same print, you know. There's so many things wrong with that, but this is a scientific, mm. you know, these people have, have analyzed, what's it say, 15,000 patterns yeah. of fingerprints and studied Excuse the me. couples who are together and who are divorced based on it, and they have created this site. It's amazing. So it's, it's like dating is becoming a science now. It's not now, so much... I, I, I'm, I'm dumbfounded that the review process of even the, the, the one-date wonders that you have through the online dating <laughs> community are not part of the equation. I mean, isn't, can't process. you learn a lot there? You mean like actually going online and blogging about your dates? I mean, the, it's kind of, you not know, like... Not so much the blog aspect, but, you know, for example, let's say you, 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 uh, you, you found a, a gentleman online that you really liked. And, you know, let's face it, he he's he's been on five or six dates just like you very unhappy with everyone that he's met wouldn't it be cool for you to see a profile of what those women that he dated didn't like about him no and and wouldn't it be cool for him to write reviews about the women that he, that I think that's he didn't horrible. like about those women i think that's horrible you know and then you could go oh look God. at the track record okay, of one of the women that wrote a negative review on him and look at some of the negative reviews that people had written about her to somehow start weighing all of this into, into your consideration. The poor you know, guy would never get a date again. That's well, horrible. See, this is where I disagree, though. And this is where maybe if you kept all that data confidential, okay, and, and you, you, you had this data pool building about yourself, you know, I mean, look, if I went on a date with somebody <clears throat> that I didn't think was going to be the right fit, I would still be pleasant on that date. I, mean, I would still have a good time. Don't no, you of think? course. You know, You're maybe, definitely right? pleasant. Absolutely. You know, pleasant and, and, you know, I'd, I'd have fun no matter what. Absolutely. Know? I've been on many dates that I've, I remember going on a date with, I was set up on a blind date, somebody that showed up at my house and was so sweet. She was, she was actually a recruiter, ironically. And she brought, like, she knew that I just moved in this house, so she brought, like, four or five housewarming gifts, you know. She was so adorable. And, but a minute upon, you know, seeing her and hearing her accent, she was sort of from New Hampshire, and it was tough. I mean, I'm from Maine, you know, so believe me, I was trying to work through it, but I just knew it wasn't going to be right. And, and we, we, we both sort of acknowledged that within about 20 minutes, you know, just of, of chatting and getting to know one another, we ended up going to dinner. I still took her to dinner. We drove up to Portsmouth, New Hampshire, living up the North Shore, had a great time. We actually drove separately, um, you know, because we were like, you know, well, let's just drive separately up there so it'll be easier for you to drive home. We had a great time. We were out until like 12, you know, we had a fabulous, really fun well, there's time. there's nothing wrong with that. Right. So she wouldn't go back in that case and write a horrible review about me, right? So that's what I'm talking about. I think there needs to be an obligation when you go out on a date, uh, particularly with somebody you met online, to have a good time and to showcase (laughs) your your positive characteristics. Well, you make them part of your resume. You would hope. I mean, obviously, if you're going to go out on a date, you want to put your best foot forward. I would love to have Dr. Helen Fisher comment on this. I'm going to tell you a story about my college days. You're going to like this a lot. Okay, I was the president of, of the philosophy club at Life Tips. I can't wait to get your take on this, Melanie. Right. Um, I was the president of the philosophy club, and I went to Connecticut College where there was a serious imbalance of ratio. There was like 70% women and 30% guys. Connecticut College used to be an all-women's school. 
so you think, gosh, this is fantastic. You know, dating is going to be easy. Well, guess what? By my sophomore year, I quickly realized there was a dating crisis at Connecticut College. When you showed up, for example, at Crozier Williams for breakfast with a woman you had maybe gone on a date with the previous night, it was immediately assumed that you had slept with that woman. I was like, well, wait a second. Listen to how you just put that. Listen to how you just put that sentence. When you show up in the morning with the woman to breakfast with the woman you went out on a date with the night before, previous night. Like, I'll meet you for breakfast. That was really fun. I enjoyed dinner. Okay, thank you. I'll pick you up at your dorm in the morning. I see. Okay, let's okay. go to Crozier okay. Williams, right? Okay. Continue you see what I'm then. saying? Let's yep. go to Crow for breakfast. I really enjoyed spending time with you. You'd show up for breakfast. It's like, oh, they're together for breakfast. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. Same with the woman. The woman felt more uncomfortable probably than the man did, but yeah. in this situation because of the imbalance. I thought this was painfully and socially wrong, okay? So we had a little symposium debating these 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 problems with dating on campus and i created something um that i thought would be an interesting solution to this problem which is where people would wear stickers called the hop one or the hop two (laughs) okay the hop one stood for the hands off policy the hop two stood for the hands on policy can you imagine you're the guy at the party who makes people wear name tags Okay, yeah, this is perfect, right? Oh, my God. So this caused, first of all, the, the college uh, campus did a story on this crazy guy, Byron White, that thought that we should wear stickers announcing our dating status. Okay, it caused absolute controversy on the campus. Uh, we, uh-huh. We, we actually brought in some professors that that debated, you know, relationships and and the, and the and the challenges and the problems. It was a wonderful awareness problem. But what is your take on that? Can you understand that that problem number one? Um, what and, is and the a, problem? I don't understand what the pressure. problem is. That people assumed that you were sleeping with somebody just because you had breakfast with her in the morning. That was the problem. That, well, that that was a symptom. That's the, that's just the, that's the, the, the people's the, perception. The cure the cure was changing the the perception. That it is that it is that is a number one. It's okay to date a variety of people and be on a dating, uh, you know, policy where you can you know go out on casual dates with people. That was almost unheard of at Connecticut College. I mean, it was like first date and you were an item, you know, and it was just a, a bad philosophy. Or even the worst scenario, if you are a, a, a man or a woman that goes on multiple dates, that you're just somehow not somebody that would ever have a serious relationship. So they, we were dealing with these extremes, and that's, that, was, that was the overall problem we were trying to solve. Um, the casual dates were possible, and it wasn't, you know, and it was, again, you're fighting the, the, the you're ratio fighting the imbalance. Stigma is what you're doing. Yeah, and the ratio imbalance. I mean, the root of the problem was the ratio imbalance. Well, okay, imbalance. but that doesn't happen everywhere. True, true. I mean, in your particular situation, you were fighting a 70-30 split. That was probably the enemy. Of and the, that was exactly what was working against you in this particular situation. But, if you made me wear a button, I would kill you. <laughs> I would kill you. Like, are you kidding? Well, what you know what? Everybody's everybody's personality is different. Personally, I don't care what you think I did the night before. Wouldn't Chemistry.com or Match.com, you know, pick up the dinner tab if you wore a button that said Match.com and both of you were wearing a Match.com? Oh that is hysterical. That's a brilliant marketing idea for them. Okay, we're in, in like dating radio show hell right now. <laughs> On that note, we have to wrap this up. <laughs> I well, am Melody, positive you are going to come up with some more brilliant <laughs> ideas. Yeah, uh, maybe not. 
Okay, so one question for you before we leave, Melanie. Are we going to see your profile up at chemistry.com? Oh, my God, no. Oh, Melanie, please. Oh, Match.com? No. Well, we're going to pay for it. Or do you, want to do, a, do you want to do a study? Do you want to see what happens? Yes, yes. If, if I, you are going to pay for it, I will do it just to, just to, just to do it for you. I would do this well, for you. Well, I don't want to do this as a study like your last editorial assignment. I want to do this to see if Melanie can find a compatible person <laughs> online that she <laughs> wants to go on several dates with. And we well, that would actually mean I'd have to leave the office at a reasonable hour, too. Well, that's fine. Once a month, <laughs> I have no problem. <laughs> or I can I'm bring joking. my date. You know, I can go have dinner downstairs at the bistro and then come right back up here. We are going to follow Dr. Helen Fisher's lead. You can you can critique her her. Let's we'll get some feedback. We'll from write her tips about it. Absolutely. All right. So, so the agreement is you are for for those that are listening out there, you will be able to find Melanie Nair's profile on chemistry.com should we should we go with that we with might that? as well go with we'll go with chemistry sure we'll have a do i have to write the profile absolutely oh. oh that's cheating to get somebody else to write it you're going to delegate right. it to 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 uh one of your fine assistants there i mean i'm sure they'll help you craft a lovely i was going to let you write it oh boy i was going to let you write the profile no that's not fair that's cheating but you, you know me but it's your it's your it's, words that are going to attract people. You're the poet. You're the you're the oh, editor. I'm a poet. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's 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 going to be fun. So all right, uh, we'll 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 throw it out there, and and uh, and I will pay for it. I will sponsor you. <laughs> I will sponsor you. Might, like That's a charity case. Thank well, you. No, I'm, I'm sponsoring you. I'm your fan, and I'm sponsoring you. Oh, this is funny. Well, there you Great. have it. So there's today's show in a nutshell. Thanks for setting up this great guest, Melanie. This All right, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Stay tuned for a clearly more um, engaging conversation. With perhaps some other guests. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I can do, Byron. I can bring my dates on the radio show. Ooh, that could be interesting. Might want All to right, everyone. Goodbye. Day. We'll talk to you another time. Farewell, everyone.